Nice. Yeah. What you're hearing are the sounds of people everywhere putting on Bomba socks, underwear, and T-shirts made from absurdly soft materials that feel like plush clouds. Yeah, that plush. And the best part? For every item you purchase, Bombas donates another to someone facing homelessness. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST. Code ACAST. Greetings, listener dear. I'm Tom. I'm Matthew. No Ben this episode at all. He is out and He's about Dan in Under, Australia. Mate. Of course he is. He's out and about in Australia. He He's was, growing our international brand. He's out there working the He's working the other side of the world. He's working the Antipodes. Um, but this is, of course, Beef Brothers Cold Cuts, and we've got a superb guest. Cat Bond is our guest. Absolutely the brilliant Cat Bond. You directed one of her Edinburgh shows, didn't you? I did. I directed Lou Roll, her show um, in Ed- Edinburgh uh, a few years ago, which was was I thought was absolutely brilliant. I think she's really she's brilliant. She's yeah. really she's so unique. She's so different. She's not like anybody else you, you you'd see on the circuit. And um, yeah, I've always thought she's she's absolutely great. And uh, yeah, and also she's got like she's just such a. Yeah, she's just a really... Well, you'll find out as you listen to the podcast. She's yeah, got a, very, she's a unique right. personality and that really comes across. Now, obviously, the last episode of House Meeting, I started with a uh, with a request for beefs. Yes. Thank you to everybody who sent in beefs. We've had a ton of them in, but we've had a couple of very, very smart ideas about how we Ooh, can yeah. kind of broaden the remit of the podcast. The first one came from a fellow called Stuart Lennon who suggested that we open it up to... You know, other beefs outside of the flat. We leave the flat once in a while because there are plenty of people here who, uh, you know, maybe they live alone, maybe they've got no no beefs with their with their flatmates, maybe they're not in a flat share situation. So, yeah. um, so tell us, we're going to do one, not in this episode, but from but going forwards, we're going to do one free range beef. So if you, oh. yeah, if you've got a beef that is with literally anybody at all, right? A beef in the world outside of the house. Yeah, absolutely. Great. So each episode, we're going to do one that is, you know, you've got carte blanche. Uh, I think. Have you got a shopkeeper who gives you the willies? Have you got a bus driver who gives you the arsehole? Um, you know, um, what's the worst? Uh, well, you, know you know what we're talking what we're, about. Yeah, you know what we're after. And I think as well, let's make it from your life in the same way that it would be flat share. But you know, you can't just say, "Oh, that celebrity off the telly really gives me a, a you know, a, you know, gives me the hump." It's got to be more from your own life. But we'd love to hear your free range beefs. Uh, so that should be in the next episode we do you should hear some free uh, at least one free range beef Uh, it's beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com so get in touch with those beefs we're also get in touch we're also doing um, we're also doing two September flat slams right the tickets are going to be on sale I mean, I've not put the tickets on sale yet, but by the time this episode goes out, there'll be there'll be links in the show notes. I've booked a handful of fantastic guests. Haven't worked out who's going to be in which episodes, but so far we've got booked um, the brilliant Anya Magliano, who's smashing it in Edinburgh, the yes! brilliant Jen Ives, who's also smashing it in Edinburgh, and Whoa! the fantastic Will Duggan, who is smashing it in Edinburgh. Basically, Bloody hell! Basically, I'm, I was looking at who was who was having a great time up in Edinburgh. Thought, Crosby well, took a stroll up to the sold-out board. I just said, and thought, yeah. I'm having a load of that. Let's have a few of them. We've still got one more person to book, but hopefully that they'll be booked by the time this goes on sale. But yeah, it's the it's the fifth and sixth of September. Um, so yeah, get yourself tickets uh, and, uh, and Jerry Sadowitz. 
could be could be Sadowitz. I've not heard much about him recently, but I, I haven't read the papers today. So uh, let's let's wait and let's wait and find out. I can tell you now, it's not going to be Jerry Sadowitz. <laughs> it's, not. it's not. It's, be it's not. It's not. It's not. It's not. Um, so yes, yeah, so the, the links to those shows will be in the show notes. So grab your tickets uh, as soon as you can and come Woo-hoo. along and have a great time. We always have a fun time at Flatchest Lounge. Oh, I can't wait. Really looking forward to them. It's going to be. It's great to be it's back gonna, as well. You know, yeah. it's been obviously. You know, Clarky's Clarky's been away in Australia. It's going to be great to have the uh, the three of us and our pals back in a room together. I'm looking forward to it. it should be really good fun. Will Clarky have adopted the accent? That's the big question. Absolutely. Well, if you're a fan of adopting the accent, Parry attempts it in this episode, so that's something to look forward to. Um, this is the uh, the brilliant Cat Bond with a superb Beef Brothers cold cuts. Enjoy. Well, if you got a problem, don't call it a problem. If you got a problem, call it a beef. If you got a beef, maybe we can help you. Beef Brothers sorting out your beef. Cat Bond. Thank Cat you so much Bond. for coming on the podcast. Great to have you on. Thanks for having me. It's a pleasure. Ah, now, it's- a real treat it's a real treat it really is now tell us tell us now obviously we're going to chat about other people's flat share situations what is your living situation do you live with anybody and what kind of a person are you to live with so i live with one other person my partner but i live in squalor a flat (laughs) (laughs) sorry sorry sorry. i live in squalor sorry (laughs) i do please fill in the gaps Um, i live in squalor but i live in one flat but it's a flat of four so we feel like we actually live with the other four flats um because we literally hear everything everything. oh really yeah we essentially bought this flat humble brag with them (laughs) like i feel like we we should have got together and been a co-op and like see you know we should have connected and see how we get on and stuff because yeah we're essentially living with them and how do you and, get and on? Yeah, yeah, I was going to say that. And bear in mind, they can probably hear you right now. <laughs> well, actually, I just checked because they'd messaged downstairs, who, which is the main kind of sharing that is being done, um, are actually away. But we get on okay. I think I'm quite a confident person, but actually I'm quite shy with them. I don't know why. Um, both of them are very, very beautiful downstairs. They're a boyfriend and girlfriend. How do you mean and by beautiful downstairs? They're beautiful, <laughs> like oh, visually. Sorry, the, but the people downstairs are beautiful, as opposed to they are beautiful downstairs. They're I was going to say, how intimate. Downstairs. No wonder you're scared of them. They're walking around with no bottoms on all the time. Can, can, can you add us to this WhatsApp group, actually? <laughs> it's a throw your keys in situation. Um, I've never seen their faces, but I'll tell you <laughs> what I have seen, I love. It just, it does feel quite intimate because they've got a jacuzzi slash paddling pool like a posh paddling pool downstairs and in the summer months obviously you need to have the window open and it's next to our bedroom and our guard their garden downstairs we're on top of them (laughs) and um (laughs) and they they started to build up to having sex like talking dirty with each other what and in the jacuzzi in the jacuzzi so we hit so i think it's a great idea you know, when they get hot, <laughs> get in the jacuzzi and the padding pool so we can hear them filling it up so we know what's about to happen. <laughs> Cat, there's and, a hose pipe down at the moment. What's going on? <laughs> I know, and they do use it very frequently, but it's, I'm not one to judge. I'm a lover of a bath. But seriously, so they started 
chatting and then we realized the window is open so we were trying to shut the window but we didn't want them to know that we could <laughs> hear them yeah. so we're yeah. slowly slowly trying to pull the window too in the fear because as soon as you sort of you know when you pull the window to and you clunk the handle down yeah. oh yeah oh yeah they, they know. know it says something doesn't it that's a statement that uh, is. That and it's a, a real it's a real mood killer as well for them <laughs> know whether they're into it because there's part of me that also thinks it's like they know we hear them have sex frequently like right. to the point in which you're just like is that the foxes no that's not wow. the foxes <laughs> they're an athletic couple yeah and i feel like they're quite show i feel like they're showboating a bit but that's just me but yeah so that's the been the major thing it feels like very very intimate but apparently they can hear everything of us as well not i, I don't know about the naughty stuff but they can hear us like going to the Wii and like oh, right. everything. So it's it's that it's that it's, you know, wow. it's that badly built. You know, we've made a really bad investment. Is all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> if anyone would like to buy a cat's flat, we'll put the Zoopla <laughs> reference in the show notes. If that's all right, because it's sure it's very. Reasonably, I mean, reasonably I, I, I'm quite interested actually. <laughs> <laughs> Harry shows up with a pair of binoculars. <laughs> Keep that window open. Keep it open. Yeah. It's very strange to be that kind of... We just... You end up knowing someone's hours. He... I think he's a gamer and he's got a really loud voice and I've really felt the rage with him before because obviously I work like really weird hours and so you want to sleep at different times. So it's just very, very... So that's why I think I'm a bit shy with them because I feel like yeah. I've sort of been a bit of a voyeur. You know that documentary about that guy who did live on top of someone and he did like have a camera in the down, in a hotel room. He lived on top of a hotel and he had a yeah. camera. So I feel a bit like him and it's not my fault and that's not my vibe really. That's not really what uh, I'm into. Are you, are you filming them? Be honest. <laughs> no, no, not at all. But I'm very shy like when I see them and my yeah. partner's really chatty and that's like, got their number and stuff. But Yeah, he's got his snorkel on, hasn't he? He's popping out with his armbands. <laughs> <laughs> all right, guys. Room for a tiddler. <laughs> he's empty in the pool like yeah <laughs> he's filling the pool <laughs> he's filling um, the pool <laughs> have you thought about white noise I've been thinking about white noise a lot because I've been looking after f- quite a few friends kids like quite a few oh, mates yeah. who are also performers and have had kids and then obviously you can't stop well, you guys know you can't then suddenly just stop working. So I've been doing a lot of kind of, can you just walk them around the block whilst, you know, I, I do, do this McCain's yeah. voiceover or whatever. Um, and I looked after my friend's little boy and she had the white noise on and I, I was sort of staying the night and it sent me, re- I started hearing voices in the white noise. Oh, no. So like your Does brain, that- <laughs> your brain hears the your brain hears the thing that's supposed to block out everything, wow. and it just it ramps it up puts, to eleven instead. Puts into it. I started hearing like I don't know. I think probably it was the tiredness and stuff. But yeah, it sort of sent me a bit crazy. But yeah, I might get some white noise. That might that is a good idea. They do brown noise as well, don't they? <laughs> do no, I, I thought. Yeah. Bra- I thought bra- no, I'm thinking of the brown note. Wait, what's brown you're note? The bra- you're, I, I'm also thinking of the brown note. A, that's exactly where our brains went. Are you familiar with the brown note? Uh, this sort of this. I mean, I think it's. I think it's apocryphal. Uh, but apparently, there's it's, a brown. It's a brown weapon. Yeah. Right? A what yeah. weapon? It's like aural. it's like it's like it's like aural. A, it's, <laughs> an aural. Uh, like for, so, you hear it, and it makes mm. you sort of lose your bowels. Should- basically, it makes you void oh. yourself. Oh my gosh, so it's used as a way, so it's 
it's a, a, it is a incapacitating weapon. people. Yeah. <gasps> yeah. So, so the idea is that the Russians have the idea to play it through massive loudspeakers <laughs> on a battlefield, and then and then the the enemy would all shit themselves, and then they can charge. They can charge at them while they're reaching for the wet wipes. <laughs> that is because, incredible. That's incredible. Yeah, That's I so don't powerful. Care. I don't care how well trained you are. If you're on the, you know, you're manning the kind of <laughs> machine gun and then suddenly you go like, <laughs> not only, like if just you shit yourself, but if everyone around you shit yourself, shit yourself. Th- yeah. there's, there's no way you're staying sharp on that trigger. No. And also the, the army tuck their trousers into their boots as well. You can't even shake it out um, Great Escape no. style, can you? There's nothing you can do. Oh, you're catching it. That, that's, and then probably people would be sick as well because of the smell. So hang on. Is this what we're suggesting to Kat is that she disco- she discovers the brown note and fires out the them whilst they're in the paddling pool? Oh, no. Because yes. what, what, once suggestion. that's happened, once that's happened in your jacuzzi, you're not going to stay together, are you? No. You're, you're going to walk. <laughs> it's going to really kind of take the edge off. Um <laughs> That would be a good name for a podcast, wouldn't it? The Brown Note. That's a good... Yeah, I think that'd be awful. Yeah. (laughs) What's Brown Noise then? I think Brown Noise is... I've heard of it because, um, like everyone in comedy, I've just had an ADHD diagnosis and they said to actually... It helps with concentration. Oh, ah. apparently. And how which does it is, sound different to to white noise? Because white noise, I thought white noise was just like sort of it's like TV static, isn't it? It's just like shh, yeah, kind of thing. I'm, so, I'm, I'm imagining a didgeridoo type, <laughs> ba- a, ba- a bassier white noise. Like I'm a, imagining it's just a long raspberry <laughs> noise, just like <laughs> like that, that just would, constantly playing. That would distract me so much. <laughs> I, I tell you, we were talking about Edinburgh before we started recording. Mm-hmm. I, I was up for preview week, and you can play ADHD bingo this year. Hundred percent. It is. It is comes at about the forty minute mark in so many people's shows this year. It's just like it's just like everyone's trying to not mention the pandemic, so it's like their forty minute moment is like. I've got ADHD, ADHD and everyone's like yeah so's everyone else I've seen on the fringe it's just like totally. surprised you made it to 40 minutes <laughs> yeah. that was the and I've done it on the podcast clang um, they, I went in Mac that was the same I was literally just writing it down I was like oh god it made me think oh just I'm just not going to mention it but I just have now <laughs> right should we solve someone else's problems here should we have a look at some oh, of those yeah. things yeah, oh, definitely. Yeah, okay, let's, do it, let's do it. Let's do it. Let's do it. I'm here to help. Happy to help. Is our solution every time going to be the brown note? Because it feels like we're going to have to resist that now. We'll have a brown. You know, I think you can use. It's like a joke. It's like a joker in a pub quiz. You can use it once. All right. Yeah. yeah. One of these okay. we can solve using the brown note, but it can't be the solution to all of okay. our beefs today. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Tom, First, do you want to start with the one that was sent to you? I do indeed. Mystic Vision Beef from Owen via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Guys, get in touch. We love it when you do. And we're always short on beefs. Um, Anyway, (laughs) Mystic Mystic Vision Beef from Owen. Hi, pappies and guest, Cat Bond. My wife is very spiritual. Brackets. Think Lou Sanders vibe. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. 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 Yeah. And believes that when she meditates, she has visions of the future. I have a science degree and obviously don't believe in it, but each to their own. My problem is that she always describes the visions to me in great detail, starting with the phrase, I know you don't believe in this stuff, but... (laughs) 
If telling people your dreams is considered annoying, surely detailing meditative prophecy is a hate crime. Well. Thanks for all the content. I love listening to you guys as I grade oysters on my little farm down here in Tasmania. Ooh. All the best, Owen. Oh, Thanks, guys. Owen. Can we just deal with the very last bit first and then okay, go back sure. to the problem? He, he's, gra- he's grading oysters on a farm in Tasmania. Yeah, Incredible. Pretty- this is the thing. Our, our listeners contain multitudes. you touch so many people, guys. we touch so in- many oysters. Emotionally. <laughs> How do you grade oysters? Uh, I mean, I guess like the, the I'm guessing by size, right? Presumably, mm. if you if you're getting a uh, a plate of oysters, you want them to all look kind of of a piece, right. right? Is it is it a bit like you know in the factories where they um sort of put chicken breasts together? You want it to look like they're all kind of the same-ish size. That can't be Owen using his science degree to just put oysters of similar size. Using a ruler, he could be a, using a marine a biologist. <laughs> Mm. But that, yeah, maybe. Maybe but there's other telltale signs in terms of shape, look, colour, personality. Although <laughs> um, <laughs> he, t- he doesn't okay, strike cool. me as someone. Anyway, yeah. But I yeah. Just, how incredible! How I incredible! Think, I think running a running an oyster farm and having a science degree, they do slightly go hand in hand, yeah, right? You've yeah, got to know yeah. about the, you know the, the 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 quality of the water and what it's doing to the you know the local. Can we get can we get some oysters? Yeah, I would say if they're going to be sent from Tasmania, it, they might not keep. <laughs> <laughs> I think if we've got a listener in Whitstable who wants to send us, I mean, maybe, but I would say, uh, I'd, I'd say pass. probably don't pop them in a jiffy bag. I mean, yeah, no matter how many stamps you're putting on that, they're not coming out any colour other than green. Okay, oh, fair yeah. Fair enough, fair enough. Okay, also, right. you know, Cat would only give them to her neighbours and that would only cause even more problems in the... Uh... That would be a slight issue. I did once just get oysters on the beach and thought that I could chuck them myself from Whitstable and gave my family food poisoning because they ate wow. them. Wow. Oh, that no. Was a, it was really bad. Let's not talk about it. I think... I wish, I wish you'd not bought it up. I think, <laughs> I think though, I, I mean, I, the thing I like about oysters is I, I used to go to an oyster bar... Uh, Weirdly, when I was a teacher, we all used to go to an oyster bar as like a special treat because we were right by Canary Wharf and there was the oyster bar in Canary Wharf. What you know, bougie teachers, which is actually more it. showbiz than anything I did since I joined showbiz. Mm. But um, but then you know I'm a podcaster, so there we go. But uh, but, but I, I I appreciated like any food that's served to you by a man wearing a gauntlet seems yeah. exciting, doesn't it? Yeah. You know, he'd have a chainmail gauntlet and have like a sort of a big sharp pointy metal stick that he would use to shuck them with it yeah. just seemed like a you know it's an immersive expi- dining experience really isn't it it, it really is it's like the 40 <laughs> towers dinner they do it very Edinburgh. similar <laughs> no oysters there <laughs> no oysters allowed so, so um yeah i was going to ask cat on the on the on the lusander scale of mm. um uh, i guess it, it, into things like uh, psychic visions where would you place yourself with zero being um, our friend Owen and 10 being uh, his partner? I think I'm probably about an eight. Right. But, but I'm an ill-informed eight. I'm just very open. And actually, if Lou says, Lou's given me some advice before <laughs> and I've just gone to see that person, I was like, I just very, very kind of, yeah, open and just if someone tells me to do so, obedient 
I'm like an, <laughs> I'm a very obedient spiritualist. <laughs> very easily manipulated. <laughs> oh, a hundred percent, a hundred percent. Here's how I feel about this: is I think what we could have done with is a bit of a handle on what these visions of the future are going to be, because I do think I think there's something very different about you know saying I've I've I've, I've gone to a different realm as opposed to i've seen what's going to happen here and it's like what i'd like to know is like does she ever come back and say everton are going to win the 2027 (laughs) cup final yeah (laughs) like like is it is it are we in useful information basically are are we in almanac territory are we in like oh the the streets are full of water and palm trees are growing out of the buildings and you kind of go, well, I, I can see where that's come from. I, I, like, that, I'd like to know how specific mm. we're, we're talking about with these visions, really. If the streets are full of water, presumably um, she's been to the year 3000, right? Yeah, that's right, yeah. I, and Owen's thinking, hello, oysters again. He's thinking, yes. he's thinking, he's thinking how busy he's going to be. Things are looking up for old Owen. I think maybe. Water world, the currency is literal oysters. Here's what I think might have happened is this dude is nuts deep into a science degree. He meets mm. this incredible woman and then the morning after they first consummate, she says, I've had a vision. The streets are going to be filled with water and he thinks, oh, fuck the science degree, I'm going to become an oyster farmer. Yeah. <laughs> and she's actually set him on the course. Yeah. That might well have happened. That's an incredible journey. He's Abby. trusted her, yeah, yeah. I, I, I also think, I, I like, the, the way he finishes where he says, like, I know people know, no one wants to hear other people's dreams. Mm. And I guess that's, that is largely true. But your dreams are your, your, your brain's way of processing your concerns and, you know, what your, your anxieties. And it's like, you know, it's like it's like your brain defragging at the end of the day. Yeah. So, you know, you kind of do want to share your dreams with your partner a little bit because they might go, oh, the reason you're dreaming about that is this is what's bothering you. Yeah. And that could open things up in their relationship and. He needs to cr- shuck that oyster, basically. <laughs> Imagine if her visions are like, um, oh, I'm going to leave you for a rugby player. It's a way of letting him down easy. <laughs> are, these, like, are these personal visions? Are they? I think, I think that's what I'd like to know more of on this, because what is the, what is the prophecy, basically? I must mm. admit, I do find... That statement that where he says, if telling people your dreams is considered annoying, surely detailing meditative prophecy is a hate crime. I'd argue that meditative prophecy might be more interesting than dreams because mm. dreams feel very, like you said, Crosby, very personal. And you go, oh, okay, I get it. You, you, you're scared about the meeting that you've got coming up. Whereas this prophecy, yeah, it, it could incorporate all of us. And then you kind of go, hello. What if something I, what in it if, for me. <laughs> you go, what if my partner's some kind of, you know, um, what you know? What's the name? Samantha Morton in uh, you know? What if she's a you oh, know like like uh, like Minority Report? Is yeah, that exactly. Yeah. What if I've married some kind what of what if I've prophetic... married a, a, a modern Nostradamus? Yeah, you know, yeah. They, they, this, then, then we're talking. This is it. You don't want to be you know you don't want to be so deep into your oyster shucking that you you for, you actually you know she she could be the key to getting us out of this pickle. Yeah, you know, and I use that word advisedly. The world is in. It is once. In fact, if he pickled his oysters, maybe he could send them to us. <laughs> I'm, I'm still a, not a pickled eating pickled oysters, oysters out of a jiffy bag, Tom. I don't care. Oyster, you've changed, man. Not from you've the other changed. side of the world, mate. Come on. Um, I think what she needs is a small win. 
Like yeah. she mm. needs one. She needs Everton to win the FA Cup final in 2027, or she needs she needs one thing that's like your aunt May's gonna go around uh, the corner and she buy some milk. <laughs> <laughs> your aunt May. Your old aunt May. She's gonna come and get you. <laughs> <laughs> Shouldn't have started attempting a Tasmanian accent, but it, it feels like it feels well, like she needs one was. small win. <laughs> she needs one small win, yeah, and then 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 you're interested. Mm, preferably about him. I don't think that win's happened yet, and I think that's why he started to get a bit. Because when it first, I imagine the first time she comes in and goes, imagine you're living with someone, they're your trusted life partner, and they come in and go, oh my god. I've I've just had this. Inc- I've seen what's about to happen, and, and it's this. You'd be thinking, "Oh my god, this this is incredible!" And then it doesn't happen. And then two days later, she does the same thing. You kind of think, "Okay." And then yeah. you know, and, and then actually by the third week, you're thinking, oh, I, "I I I think you're just saying stuff now." Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, he doesn't maybe trust her visions, and that's quite hard because if that's her kind of main thing, it's tricky if your partner really deeply believes in something their job if they're a rapper or whatever if and they're just like not good at doing that thing that's really hard because you're supporting their delusion yeah. so that's really that's really challenging it's like when your partner first comes to see you do comedy and you're just like oh, oh my I hope God. it's a good one because they're kind of you just think they're having to invest in that and same with her visions so yes you're, you're right she needs one win so i think i'd ask her to start meditating on December 2022 like just be like you know when you're meditating just focus on give her like a like ask her to drill down on something she goes okay I'm seeing a a decorated tree there's a fairy (laughs) on top of it tinsel around it the telly some of it's good a lot of it's repeats I've seen I've seen a roaring fireplace I mean is this what are you what are you what are you hoping what are you hoping she's going to say about December of 2022 if anything he might get a clue about what she wants for Christmas (laughs) at the very least I'm unwrapping an Xbox <laughs> You're unwrapping oh. uh, another oyster gauntlet as I get you every year. Here's my final suggestion for Owen. You could engineer a win for her and then she'll yeah. become scared of her own powers and maybe back away. So if she's predicted something, you go out and you, you know, you Wizard of Oz it and you kind of like create yeah. something so that yeah. she goes, oh my God. That's I saw that in a dream and it's just happened and I'd go oh my god I'm not sure I can I, that's, I'm a what, bit that's what of tends my to happen powers. when people have visions that come true they then go well but not never do that again <laughs> 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 I'll hide that light under a bushel <laughs> <laughs> yeah okay he could okay. also join her you know he could start to maybe have some visions himself and see <laughs> see how she likes it listening day in day out. <laughs> Come on, mate, have a few visions yourself. <laughs> Fight vision with vision, yeah. No, the last thing we want to do is encourage our listeners to take up meditation because we, we, we don't want to lose any more listeners. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> you know, with your spare time, how about you just focus on yourself and concentrate on the future? No, no, no. Cram that silence with our voices, please. Yeah. <laughs> drown out, drown out all those thoughts. Meditation <clears throat> is the podcaster's enemy in many ways, isn't it, really? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I definitely think they go hand. They're mutually exclusive for sure. So yeah, I mean, just keep listening. We're there. We're here for you, mate. 
Yeah. In we'll fact, give you some predictions. Everton are going to win the FA Cup. Yeah. Have you put some money on Everton, by the way? Not even your you're, team. You're really manifesting <laughs> that. I know. Well, that's it. I think I, maybe if Owen goes for that and it happens in 2027, then his wife's going to think, oh, he's the real <laughs> prophecy making dude. And I'll just, you know, how much I'll go do and you shook think oysters. People in Tasmania give a shit about Everton's chances this year. <laughs> <laughs> Is that a big concern of theirs? <laughs> They've got their own football. <laughs> They're a universal brand. They're a universal brand. Everton, one of the grand old clubs. That's true. <laughs> and in 2027, boy, are they going to romp home in the FA Cup final. <laughs> right, beef solved. From the sorting, I can beef solved. Hey, folks, I'm Mark Marin from the WTF Podcast, and this episode is brought to you by Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues your ally to help tackle your allergy symptoms this season. I love the change of seasons, but nobody loves pollen and all those other things floating in the air that make you sneeze during this nice weather. Kleenex Ultra Soft Tissues are hypoallergenic and allergist approved. So fight back against watery eyes and runny noses without worrying about irritating your skin. For this allergy season, grab Kleenex and face allergies head on. Hey, Dave. Yeah, Randy. Since we founded Bombas, we've always said our socks, underwear, and T-shirts are super soft. Any new ideas? Maybe sublimely soft. Or disgustingly cozy. Wait, what? I got it. Bombas. Absurdly comfortable essentials for yourself. And for those facing homelessness. Because one purchased equals one donated. Wow, did we just write an ad? Yes. Bombas. Big comfort for everyone. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. Kat, do you want to read the one that uh, was sent to you? Platonic shoulder kiss beef from Spatula Fiend via Patreon. Okay. Hello. I have a beef about a former housemate who may soon become one again. Oh. I've tentatively entitled it platonic shoulder kiss beef. Ugh, love it already. My yeah. old housemate is one of my closest friends. We are both quite cuddly people and are especially so with each other. We'll hold hands watching TV or walking, squashing a single bed whilst watching a movie, etc. However, occasionally her affection pushes past what I feel is acceptable, cuddlesome friendship levels. Specifically, recently, when I was icing a cake, she came up (laughs) behind me and dropped a kiss on my bare shoulder. My brain knows this is platonic help. Yeah, I love cake and my friend, kiss. My body doesn't. This isn't the first time. And also she's done the same with my arm. Admittedly, whilst I was sitting on her lap at a small party. I know the boundaries seem arbitrary, but I went to a girls' school and they feel obvious to me. These aren't exactly forbidden areas, but to my mind, the acceptable places to kiss your friend are top of the head, which is fatherly, (laughs) and ideal... An ideal for shorter friends. Forehead, motherly, a great way to say goodnight. Cheek, if you're Spanish. Mouth, if you're drunk and young. Oh my God, I love this. I love Um, this. Hand, if you're about to fight a jewel in their (laughs) honour. We're hoping to move in together again next year and I don't want platonic kisses in our future house. How do I indicate that I do not wish to be kissed while still making clear that I love almost everything? and that I want cuddles, the want cuddles to continue. If a solution can be achieved via hijinks, shenanigans, charades, anything that isn't direct com- confrontation, and especially without making her feel like she's overstepped in a serious way, that would be ideal. If it helps, we're both female, mid-twenties, single, and bi, 
but she is not as far as I'm aware looking for a relationship and definitely not with a woman so setting her up to with someone to kiss shoulders with probably isn't an option whoa there's a lot there can we just first of all like <laughs> that's an audio book con- con- that's my oh, audio that's really book. good but i think whoa. can we just congratulate was it spatula fiend who sent it spatula fiend yeah spatula fiend spatula fiend can we congratulate you on oh. the the list of acceptable places to kiss a person on the Perfect. body in a platonic friendship because I, f- I feel like you've absolutely nailed that i feel yeah. like that should be Printed out on like little laminate, Lam- laminated, laminated cards. in a wallet. Yeah, and you could yeah, say, yeah. "Look, we're friends. Just so you know, have a read of this before anything goes any further." You know. Well, that's your first solution because that would be quite funny to the beef. I, I, yeah, you know what? That's not a. That's that's actually a very good idea, Kat. You print out your own list or, <laughs> of your boundaries, or you know what? You could do it in a lovely, um, a lovely cross stitch and have it well, up, on thinking... the, up on the wall when when when, when she moves back in. You could rehearse a kind of like an air hostess chat where it's like, welcome to our home. I will be your housemate for the duration. Uh, The appropriate places to think are here, here and here. Cuddles will be there. You know, you can do this, but there'll be no kissing here, here or here. And it's like, enjoy your stay. And it's like a fun kind of. That's so cute. And I love that. And that sounds like in the in their vibe like they're obviously mates. It's really hard when those subtle things, but you're so close. You already kind of got interesting boundaries and stuff and affectionate so it's really hard to be specific but that obviously made her shudder a little bit yeah but i love that thing i thought big shoulder pads would be quite funny <laughs> <laughs> oh well cat that's very much that's victim blaming isn't it so no if you well if you will have bare shoulders oh around the house gosh. people are going to kiss them aren't they oh what? my gosh that's so true but yeah. I, maybe they what could go what were you wearing first of all what were you wearing that is was it a vest oh you, you were asking for it <laughs> making icing with bare shoulders were you? Oh, you know, you did everything. It was only going to end. Um, <laughs> that is, or maybe get them both like matching outfits with shoulder pads, like so that proper dynasty, so like eighties yeah. power dressing type affair. Yeah. yeah, and just be like when she's making a cake. You know what we wear? Our cake making. <laughs> we dress like Jane Collins to make a cake. You know that <laughs> our, our cake making burka. Let's put it on. Um, I, <laughs> I was going to suggest. I was going to suggest DEET. You know, when you go, you know, when you go on a foreign holiday and you kind of, uh, you put, you like mosquito stuff. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I love all over that your body. Stuff. It tastes, my wife plasters herself in it. And, and I, I, I find it, I, I get constantly caught <laughs> to sit kissing. Even when she's not abroad. Listen, we're on holiday. Why are you spraying it there? Come on. <laughs> also, we're in Hull. <laughs> <laughs> she spray she she regularly sprays it body head to toe and deep ever since she got married. Our wedding night, you know, she was worried about the mosquitoes, and I understand that, you know. And, you know that mosquito vest is very thorough, you know, and I, I, only only one person fits in it, and I understand. I appreciate that. <laughs> but but if you've ever tried kissing deet, oh oh, ooh, yeah. horrible. So you could always deet yourself as yeah. this kind of shoulders arms. But you know, I don't know if that's uh, again. It's the it's feel like what the spatula feed has got to do. Yeah, it's um, a real tricky one. She said like high jinks. I feel like it would be quite funny to call it out, but in a funny way, just like you're in love with me. You know, like straight away, just like deal deal with it when she kisses her, but like in a jokey way. <laughs> Okay. Um, like, so you just go, you love me. Like, behave like it's like, oh, 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 of course you're doing this because you're in love with me. Do we have to 
deal with the possibility that this person might be in love with Spatula? Yeah. I guess there's always that possibility. When, you, when someone's as wonderful mm-hmm. as Spatula Fiend, there's always that possibility that somebody's going to fall for them. Um, Such a wonderful way with words. Why wouldn't you? Yeah. And the fact she said she's definitely not up for, not with a woman and not looking for a relationship. I'm not a bit like Lady Doth protest too much. Like, I mean, it's, it feels like that's the pity for me is like, I love the vibe of these guys. It feels like, Mm. and like that, you know, the idea of them just popping on her lap at a party and, you know, Mm. she decides, oh, give pop a little kiss on her. I just feel like, oh, this, this feels like really lovely vibe, but they've got that easy intimacy already. That is actually sort of quite hard to get in the early stage of a relationship. isn't it It seems they've already got it. But also again, if they, if that's not what she wants, then it's sort of, you know, that ends there doesn't it really yeah we can't we're not gonna push it we're not gonna push it i just say if you haven't i'm sure you probably have pushed that as a possibility but it might be worth examining whether mm. that's something you you, you the, it, like you might be uh, repressing that that idea as well mm. i don't know but also mm. like that's what i'm saying is if you do as a jokey thing oh please don't kiss me you do risk if the person's yeah. in love with you it becomes it, becoming difficult and yeah. uh or like it's you know it it's an interesting one basically yeah what about the other option of telling you know when you tell a story about something that's happened so a way of telling her housemate about what she doesn't like is by saying that another friend did that and she didn't like it or is that just a bit it's quite <laughs> tricky isn't it you know when yeah, you sort of yeah, tell right. someone something you're just like gosh it's like we had to do that with someone who was using um, just not using deodorant, using just body spray. So we were able to tell a friend that someone else was doing that. And I was like, I think uh, they thought it was deodorant at school, you know, nice. when we were first getting a bit smelly. I, I was a bit worried you were doing that to me right now in real <laughs> no, life. No, 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 <laughs> I was like, no, 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 no. Because body no, spray is great, right? <laughs> body spray is amazing, but not to be used as deodorant. But yeah, just that tricky thing where she sort of, says that another friend has done that and she doesn't like it i don't know i think that's kind of obvious and potentially terrible but and it's not hijink shenanigans or charades unless you just play a game of charades but how do you do the kissing the shoulder that's that would be tricky well first word sounds like piss <laughs> second, second one word off sounds like boulder <laughs> <laughs> um i think we need brown noise for this Oh, you think oh this my is the God. <laughs> I can, is... Only because I can't think of anything. We like, need to play oh. our Joker. <laughs> Every <laughs> time she kisses your shoulder, you, you play, play the brown, brown notes. <laughs> yeah. Oh, brown notes. Yeah, that's that gonna, feels extreme. That's that's and start. also, she lives in the same house. As her. <laughs> yeah, that's gonna be, <laughs> she has to clear it up. Kamikaze. You just yeah. to take Why are you wasting that cake with headphones on? You'll find out. <laughs> oh, so hang on. Every time she kisses you, just shit yourself. Is that what we're saying? Is that the other way to go? Or do a little pop off. <laughs> that can't be the solution I don't think it is I don't think it is round, somehow round note yourself <laughs> what about writing it on a cake hey I, I've just had an idea uh, sorry Kat that's no that's a really that's a really you don't have to idea. yes and that Tom <laughs> or how, what, what exactly are you going to fit onto that cake how big is this cake and what's the message just put shoulders and then just do a big cross on it <laughs> Shoulders and then just an X. My solutions are so bad. <laughs> Spatula fiend. I'm so sorry. At the end of this episode, can we finish on the brown note? 
Oh yeah. Like, like just so that our, just so that our listeners have it, uh, if they, should they need it, I'll speak to the Kremlin. Uh, I'll text Putin now. Actually, while we're doing the next beef, I'll text Putin and see if he can send been it to doing, me via WhatsApp. You've, you've been doing punch up on his scripts, haven't you? I knew yeah, that. yeah, 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 yeah. Really well, that. actually. Yeah. <laughs> Right, it's a really good yeah. <laughs> Imagine we booked Putin before we booked you, Kat. How would you feel about that? Yeah, we, ad- we advised him on how to solve a beef with his neighbours. We regret it now <laughs> yeah. in hindsight. I think we may have gone a bit too hard. We forget it's uh, some people take this advice seriously. Um, right, oh my so. Gosh. <clears throat> I, uh, yeah, I mean, I think uh, the, 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 the first solution was the best one. I feel like the rules, just a few simple house mm. rules, the rules you've set down mm. yourself. You know, yeah. you don't even have to do it. It could be a really playful. Yeah, do it in a really, yeah. really playful. Do it like a, you know, go, have a drink together and go. All right, let's 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 make our list. You you can have your list already in the back of your head. Let's make our list. Yeah. yeah. Where do you think it's okay? You know, you could even do it as a, as another person. Yeah. You know, cuddles, no kissing. Yeah. Yeah, because that's we, really we, nice. You know, and it's kind of like because we can't fall in love. Imagine that it ruins us being yeah. housemates. You know, and it's like a playful thing of like we can't risk that we'll fall in love. And then, yeah. yeah, in fact, we nailed this early doors, didn't we? We we did. We nailed this early doors. Matthew, you just had it straight away. You didn't even know you were answering the beef. That's why it's become so second nature to you, yeah, resolving. That's, that's it. Thank you. Thank we you. Had Resolution. To go, we had to walk down the corridor, stare the cake in the face that says shoulders with a cross through it to know that we'd gone too far. I wasn't sure, like, how seriously you solve stuff, but you really do. Like, I feel quite emotional about how you're helping people. It's been a, it's been a journey so far, hasn't it? It's it really, really gone somewhere. Yeah. But I love that idea. Beef solved. sorting out your beef. solved. Can I just put as an addendum, don't rule out that this person could be the one and it might be a really cool thing that you've got with them. Yeah. yeah, I love that. Yeah. I love Just in that. case in case you end up getting married and you can play this on your wedding day, as like, you know what, there it was. Yeah. And also that should be used as a stand up. The little bit about places to kiss is so good. If not, can I buy it off you? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it's good. It's really good. It's, it's funny. Really good. It's a fantastic list. So this is wedding outfit beef from John via beefbrotherspodcast at gmail.com. Please do get in touch. John writes, good afternoon. Afternoon. Afternoon, mate. I offer you a beef. It isn't mine. I have no real skin in the game, but it's happening around me. <laughs> I'll set the scene. My sister is getting married in September. Congratulations to your sister, John. My mum and my sister's fiancé's mum got their dresses for the wedding from the same online outlet. I'm not being coy, I just don't know the name. My sister's fiancé's mum had hers delivered to a family friend as she was in the process of moving house and works full-time. The person who took delivery of the dress proceeded to try it on. What? What? (laughs) Sorry? I'm I'm sorry. (laughs) Come again. If you take a delivery from somebody else, you don't unwrap the package, let alone then use the product, right? It's against the law, Matthew. That is against the law. I Who think... is this person? Is it a family friend? Who opened well, it? Well, it's, it's it's it is a family friend, yes. Yeah, so it's my, my, my sister's fiancé's mum had hers delivered to a family friend, one of her family... Yeah, I guess one of their family's friends. Uh, <laughs> the, the person who took the delivery of it uh, proceeded to try it on. I think Mental. that is mad. And that's John's words, not mine there. I think that is mad. Anyway, she finally gives the dress to my sister's fiancé's mum. I didn't want to name them, even though there's no chance they'll listen. It is confusing, though. We're talking about the mother of the groom right here. Is yeah. that what we're assuming? So the groom's mother's got the dress back. It turns out she needed the dress to be slightly altered. 
Maybe it's been stretched out a little bit. (laughs) (laughs) Altered as in not worn. So she takes it to a place that does that sort of thing. The person working there asks if the dress is new. And if so, it looks like there are several food stains on it. No. (laughs) No. They look like someone's tried to remove with a wet sponge. No. Right, John's really changed his tune in the next line of this. He says, I did say I had no skin in this game, but that was rubbish. The beef is, I think the stains are so obviously from the person who took delivery and admitted to trying it on. Why admit it? My sister thinks they sent it out like that and these things happen. I should probably Mm. let it go. And by giving it to you guys, in some ways I have. Cheers, everyone, by John, brackets, front names only. Right, well, this is an absolutely amazing, astounding... Thank you for thank you, John. Huge thank you, John. Oh God, what an offering! Let's break it down. Let's let's look at it from John's perspective. He is now. It's an interesting. The interesting thing I think is that he is angry on his sister and um, his uh, sister's fiance's mum. He's angry on their behalf. Everybody else seems to think it's sort of fine. Yeah, they're letting it go. He's furious. He's like, "How could you let this go?" You know there is a uh, the, the 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 term the you know the the bridezilla or the groomzilla. He is the brother of the bridezilla, a very rare breed, <laughs> a very rare breed. The brother of yeah. the bridezilla, who is brozilla. He's the brozilla. He's the, he's yeah, the brozilla yeah. of the bride. He yeah. is more worried about the the wedding than his sister is. I mean, I Love think the that. sister's got absolutely the right attitude because your wedding day things are going to go wrong that's just what happens you know it's a big mm. day full of lots of lots of moving parts uh, you know you, maybe you, you'll forget your can of deet something's going to happen you know uh, <laughs> but there's full of full of little things that could go wrong and it's really important to try and be as zen and as chill and as like you know these things happen about it and it sounds mm. like the sister's already in that mind space whereas John isn't but that does not rule out that what the family friend did is batshit yeah. crazy yeah. Is that family friend going to be at the wedding? That's something... Yeah, I was going to say, are they going to be there? And what's she wearing? <laughs> <laughs> a dress covered in food stains. This, I mean, what? where do you begin? Uh, I mean, my, Com- my initial... Confrontation. My initial thought is freeze the dress <laughs> and DNA sample. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. Go old, go old well, school no, on it. No, but the thing is, that doesn't work because she's admitted to trying it on. So we, it's an interesting thing to know, admit, isn't it? We know it? she's tried it on, yeah. Why has she Why has she said she's tried it on? So she tried on this dress. That and then went so to Five weird. Guys. And then... And then <laughs> and, God, yeah. She got so, all the toppings. Yeah, for every she, extra <laughs> topping. I wouldn't have this in my own just, clothes, obviously. Just, just, give us, just give us the works. <laughs> Don't need a knife and fork. And if you, you could, if you could load it into a T-shirt cannon and fire it directly in my mouth, that'd be amazing. <laughs> <laughs> she then, went paintballing in it. <laughs> uh, Is she involved uh, in some sort of Daz doorstep challenge that didn't quite go as she was planned? <laughs> oh gosh. Could um is there something in John ordering the same dress and wearing it to the wedding and standing next to the family friend? You know, like, and kind of like making her crack under pressure. Like, I don't know if wearing a dress to your sister's <laughs> wedding is solving as many it's problems classic, as it's creating. It's, listen, it's classic hey, Brazilian hey, behaviour. Listen, can I just say it's 2022. Look, fuck it, you can wear whatever you like. Yeah. But I would, I would say, uh, a, 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 a wearing a wearing the same dress as your as your mother <laughs> and the mother of the of the groom when you're the brother on the wedding day feels like a statement akin to, you know, when the South Park boys showed up in those dresses on acid. It feels like you're saying something, which maybe he isn't. 
and you're pulling focus, you know. It's always the fear that you're going to wear the same dress as someone else. I think he goes more like he bases his own outfit on a kind of detective vibe sort of thing. And just <laughs> in a quiet moment, you know, after the after the actual ceremony, in that moment where you're just having drinks, a few canapes, if you can find them. And he just pulls, he just goes over and he just says, can I have a word? And just starts to explore it as it, where were you, you yeah. know, and explores it like a full detective. He shows up dressed as Columbo, basically, the crumpled, <laughs> the crumpled suit, the trench coat. <laughs> just one more thing. I um, my real si- my real suggestion for this mm. is you go with the whole case to either the best man. Right. Or the father Fantastic. of the bride. Love it. And Love th- it. This is dealt with Brilliant. in us in in the, in the speech. Yeah. Yes. Because because wedding speeches you cover a multitude of sins and you can you can deal with these kind of issues in a room that will clearly take the humour of it and you can go come on tell the truth what what happened what were you what were you eating oh and it's like oh yeah okay and it'll all be and it'll be a sensational bit of juice. For yeah. the speeches. That's fantastic. And that, I suppose as well that kind of, it takes the sting out of it a little bit. I suppose the detective thing, you know, <laughs> is a bit intense. <laughs> well, no, no, I think we could meet them both because if instead of going for Colombo, you go for a Poirot style approach. Yes. And that's at great, the wedding, that's a great John says, for a wedding. John says to it his is. sister. You look good in that. Yeah. John says to his sister, look, do you mind if I make a speech? And she'll oh. say, oh, yeah, no, of course. And you stand up and go, I have gathered you here today for a reason. <laughs> yeah. and, yes. then, and then you kind of unfold all of the evidence. It's another, <laughs> it's another no, attempted hacks that didn't he, quite. Poirot was from Tasmania, right? Listen to very carefully, Asher says this, on at once. <laughs> but you kind of, you know, you do your grandstanding Poirot moment as part of the speeches. You could do, you could go that way. Right. But yeah, I, I, I think, love I the think, speech you know, idea. I think the speeches. Yeah. What, one, one other thing, right, and this might be a little bit left to centre, but... You go up to the wedding cake, you write shoulders on it, you cross it out. No, 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 forget it, forget it. It's just a, forget it. It's just, it's just a bit more than that. No, 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 it's not worth thinking about it. When you said left of centre, I was like, what? Like, all my suggestions. Yeah, okay, cool. And, I and get then, it. And then John, John goes up to the band and says, listen, for their first dance, here's 20 quid, play the brown note. <laughs> <laughs> Imagine if that was your choice. That, that's the most legendary first dance ever. If you that, just that go would be for your first dance, you make the entire room shit themselves. <laughs> it yeah. started with a shit. <laughs> it would be a good way to get people out at the end of the night, you know, and they just go, we can play the last track. And it was like, no. Have you got any floor fillers? Well, sort of. (laughs) (laughs) Right off the back of New York, New York. um, Yes. New York, New York. (laughs) (laughs) Carriages. Oh, you can't get into an Uber like that. Someone's getting a a one-star rating. (laughs) Brown star rating. Um, Well, well, well. Uh, Oh, my gosh. Is that beef song? That's absolutely beef solved, yeah. Yeah, beef solved. From the sorting out your beef solved. So, Kat, do you have a beef that you would like Tom and I to solve? That isn't your neighbours fucking in the hot tub and you firing the brown out at them? (laughs) Because we've solved that already. With my neighbours. I'd like to be able to look them in the eye 
Yeah, that's. I feel. Like, I feel like we know the. Like that's the thing. I think we should look at what's the WhatsApp group etiquette. Is because I'm imagining there's a WhatsApp group, right, with the four flats. Is that right? Yeah, there is, but I'm not on it. Oh. Whoa, 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 whoa. How did you manage to not be on the what? Is your partner on it? So my partner's on the WhatsApp group. I've just been added to one which is called Leak, Drain Leak, um, which when I saw it... Wait, they're setting up individual um, WhatsApps for different problems. <laughs> for different is, issues. No. And um, I was added to that because my partner is away. And I just, adulting like that, I just, I'm really, really struggle, struggle with. And they needed to get a key. Essentially, the flat next door to us, I don't know how interesting it is, um, essentially has had a massive, the ceiling has completely fallen in. Oh, and I was actually just on my way to Glastonbury to have a, uh, to the healing fields. Um, and my neighbour knocked on called Ventus and he basically said, I need to show you my ceiling. Um, this guy has been it was like the Sistine Chapel look at that (laughs) stunning I decade he's taking to do that isn't that amazing anyway enjoy Glastonbury (laughs) he'd been yeah he'd been up a ladder just painting beautiful yeah religious psychography it's amazing either that or he just brings you in starts playing the drums and the ceiling opens and you stay you're staring at the mazoo of an old person who's just died (laughs) we are quite we, we are quite terrified of him because his garden is very, very overgrown. His garden's next to our one. Um, we've got like the back gardens and basically he knocked on and basically just said, I've uh, I've just found a fox's head. Okay, and the way oh, he was saying it is as if we'd chopped off a fox's head and left it there. Like he, he's quite challenging guy. <laughs> Um, but anyway, so there's a massive leak problem. Oh, this is not really... What is my beef? My beef is my communication with all of them because I just kind of hard avoid. So I need yeah. to try and find a way of being an adult, stepping it up, forming relationships with people who I actually, you know, share a property with. Because I'm basically, I'm not on the main group. My, I don't have communication with them because okay. I feel like I've seen too much and I've heard too much and I feel too much like I'm worried about Ventus basically so right, it's a lot I of beef you, you, <laughs> yeah it's, a, you, it's, it's you, serious you, you clearly haven't let them know that you're a full scale legend and I think what we should do is we should kind of hone your social media kind of <laughs> what your approach is to this WhatsApp group like for example have you thought about going to Sainsbury's buying the biggest leak you could find, taking a picture of yourself holding it and say, I've got your massive leak right here. Uh, and, and then suddenly people are going to be like, oh, this guy's a fucking legend. Yeah. People love visual that puns. That is true. In a time of that crisis. Is, that is true. Maybe I should just be like, I'm your favourite neighbour. Yeah, I'm definitely going to do the leak thing. Maybe I could do a little gathering. That's too much, no, is it? Do you know what I mean? Gathering I'm, is good, I'm all or nothing. Be, it's got to be. Do you, do you have like a, a shared space at all, like a garden shared space or anything like that? Do you have, you know, or is there like a local pub that's like, you know, walking Dude. distance? Yeah, no, there's listen, a local listen. pub. Go on, Tom. Don't be, don't be the organizer. Don't be like, oh, come round, mates, we'll be friends. You've got to be the fucking legend. Like, order a fox's stole off the internet, <laughs> wear it round your neck, and next time you see Ventus, go right, Ventus. Uh, remember the old fox's head and it's like oh my god <laughs> suddenly you're the neighbour who killed a fox and, it's, and, and yeah. it's wearing its body yeah like a small scale revenant can't bond the shit out of the whatsapp group do you know what I mean just be yeah. like just bombard them with all the good stuff 
Yeah, I could just like bit by bit show them other pieces of the fox. Again, I'm taking all your advice and I'm making it terrifying, you know. (laughs) But yeah, I like the fox idea. Um, Do you think I should make a joke about hearing them have sex? I'd walk up to that. What? So you think do I've the leak? I've heard you spring a leak before. Yeah, don't you worry about that. <laughs> Look at my ceiling I, is a phrase you, I'm sure you hear quite a lot. <laughs> could you kind of like, like rec- next time you can hear them having sex, record a little video of you doing almost like a TikTok <laughs> dance to them having sex? Dressed <laughs> as a fox. Maybe with leak. some advice, with the pointing, you know, some pointing Oh yeah, that thing where you point at ha- and some words appear. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, like someone's just bought a hot slow, tub. Slow down, yeah, slow <laughs> down, chill out. Someone's just bought a yeah. I've just killed a fox. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do have some actual top tips in terms of that stuff as well because, yeah, some of the chat I wasn't impressed with. So yeah, I could maybe yeah. I just need to basically make eye contact and be open. Yeah, just be a legend rather than putting on what, a spread. What you have to remember is you're the most interesting person in that flat. Those people are lucky to live in the same building as Cat Bond. <laughs> yeah. And you've just you've just got to let them realise that. You've got okay. to go front foot on this. You know, like, yeah. just because that fit couple are shagging loudly, yeah. that doesn't make them interesting. They're the pretty no. couple at school. They're always boring as shit. Yeah. The first couple at school who had sex and were like, we're having sex. You know, for me... Yeah, was, we all know yeah, them. Well, I'm not going to name them. We all know who they were. It's like, they're yeah. always really boring. The most interesting thing they've got about them is that they're having sex... Well, we're not 15 anymore. Big whoop, you know, you're Cat Bond. You can have sex too. I didn't know what a BJ was for ages, so that makes me more interested. (laughs) Exactly. Get on the WhatsApp and tell them that you don't know. know. (laughs) Say, all right, guys. I didn't know until I was 18. How old were you when you found out what a BJ was? (laughs) I can't believe I said BJ. BJ as well. (laughs) That's what people used to say at school. Okay, this is great. I feel like I've had a pep talk. Yeah. My confidence is high, 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 high. Like, Tom, yeah. you're like a motivational coach. Yeah. Okay, I'm going to go in there. I might start just leaving them some little... I could leave them and maybe a little note with a joke on. Love it. No, yeah, it's that's terrible. Just, no, that's just off get, your get, get into that WhatsApp group and work I it. I know, well, yeah. get in. Go, get on it. Be funny bam, on the bam, WhatsApp. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah, you I'll be funny it. on the WhatsApp. Yeah, okay, I'm going to do that. That's great. Thanks, guys. Beef. Right. Beef, beef stock yeah <laughs> you sound really nervous about it as a prospect I'm like, terrified yeah. <laughs> I extremely like I've been set on a you know like when you make a promise you're like I make a promise to myself I will do this and I'm like oh I need to follow through check in with me next Sunday yeah well if you need yeah. to follow through can I recommend a notes <laughs> that will <laughs> that will really help you on that fantastic oh dear Kat, thank you so much for coming on the pod. It's been a total pleasure oh, having you what on. What a treat. Um, what a treat. Where can people see you? Where can people find you? What are you up to at the moment? Oh, well, apart from being a legend on the WhatsApp groups. Um, More my confidence come on the, You've got to lose the slight like, shake in your voice. Okay, you sorry, that, sorry. You know? <laughs> well, yeah, I am... Um, I'm gigging again, so I'm making a show. It's called Pleaser, ironically. And, um, yeah... So I'm gigging, gigging out and about in London and, and doing bits of bobs. I'm also doing panto at Stratford East this year. I'm oh, playing yeah, buttons. amazing. That's a huge yeah. panto as well. That's a legendary <laughs> panto, the Stratford East panto. That's amazing. That's a I've beautiful never done theater. it before. I love that mm. theatre. Oh, my goodness. You'll be such a great Britons. <laughs> yeah. Oh, my God. <laughs> it's, set in a, it's set in ancient Egypt. So I'm playing a cat. 
Anyway, you'll have to come and see it. It all will be explained. Absolute typecasting. Cat, get those boring cunts in your flat tickets. They'll blow their minds. How are you doing, Panto? Yeah. I'll tell you what, we've got a great prediction for December 2022. (laughs) Please let Owen know and his wife. I'll let his wife. I'll WhatsApp his wife. I'll put her on the group. Send her a fox. Did did Everton win the FA Cup in 2027? Oh, no, they didn't. They didn't. (laughs) Um, He's behind you, it's Owen. Okay. Kat, thank you so much. It's been uh, been a real pleasure. Oh, thanks for having me. What a dream. Yeah, it's been a dream. She's great. Thank you. I loved all of that. It was such a treat to have Kat as a guest. I love Kat. I love having her on the show. Really, really fun. One of the great spirits of the comedy circuit. I just, like, she's got such a great vibe. Love her vibe. And my spirits. We should have said at the start, she's a ghost. She's been a ghost all along. Sorry, she's been dead for 30 years. Um, but, um, But wonderful to have her in that lovely. Uh, spiritual medium um, um, no she's just got such a you know she's a good soul she's a great soul yeah yeah, yeah uh, of course yeah. that the Patreon uh, continues apace join the Patreon please if you like our mm. podcast and want to send some money our way to keep the free feed free but also to get some fantastic bonus content including a whole beef that we we solved with Kat that you're not going to you haven't heard in this episode that is over on the Patreon uh, patreon.com yeah. forward slash pappy's flat share get along it's also it's just a lovely community to be a part of we do an extra podcast every week where we listen, we respond to emails and we play silly games. At the moment, we've hit on a brilliant feature, one of our new games that we're playing, yeah, which Dan's you game. know, it's great. I don't want to say I don't want to say the next Taskmaster, but uh, well, I think it's a good read, yeah, because it's quite hard to say. Yeah, <laughs> but could Dan's game be the next Taskmaster? Come and find out on the Patreon. Find out on the Patreon, guys. Yeah, um, and we're yeah. Of course, don't forget the September shows are for Flat Slam and uh, still tickets available for the Cheerful Earful in October. So that's uh, that's three Flat Slams happening in the next few months. If you want to come along and see us live, which I really recommend because we're absolutely wonderful. Um, huge thanks to uh, <laughs> huge thanks to Cat Bond. Huge thanks to you for listening. Uh, anything else to say, Tomos? Yes, today's episode was produced by Emma Caution. Caution team. Cheers, everyone. Bye. G'day, mates. Oh, no. Oh, no, mates. G'day. Will you please be upstanding for today's Patreon neighbourhood watch roll call? Oh, no. G'day, mate. Yeah, oh, there you go, That's where it is. I think that's, that's, that's it, oh, isn't yeah, it? Yeah, yeah, all right, here we go. Start, good you're, I, you're starting down there, are you, mate? I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to start oh, yeah. down here, yeah, I think. I can always yeah, work up to yeah, here yeah. later on, but I think I'm no, going to start. No, no, no all right, go, you starting go, down there, mate. Start fair play, down. fair dinkum, mate. Fair, fair dinkum. All right. Brother. Well, listen, I want to tell you all about I want to tell you something. I'm going to give it a go, brother. <laughs> yes, brother. <laughs> I, I was at, uh, I was down uh, uh, the, um, oh, mate, I was down the Great Barrier Reef with Sago. <laughs> oh, were you? Yeah. I was, yeah, mate. So that's how we're, we're oh, sort of dispensing with the rhyming scheme this time and just going no, straight for saying a... No, 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 I said, I said, oh, mate, I'm going to give it a go. Oh, I, I was down Great Barrier Reef with my mate Sago. Oh, I see. Right, sorry. Uh, sorry. But I got caught up because I, I couldn't think of what Ayers Rock's called these days, and it right. really threw me. Okay. <laughs> I didn't want to use the, that old name, and then I, I got all confused, I, mate. Yeah, I, I, I tell you what, I was... Uh, 
Uh, I was uh, I was uh, at a Sydney Opera House the other day. I mean, we're gonna <laughs> oh, we're, no, we're gonna run we're gonna run short of these, but I'll, well, I'll, that was gonna be my next one, okay, mate. I was at Sydney Opera House just the other day, <laughs> and I saw my dear friend uh, performing a lovely bit of opera, Oliver KJ. Oh, mate, let me tell you something. I was at the lighthouse where they used to film around the twist, and let me tell you something, it was covered in leaves, mate. And I was there with Mark Hargreaves, mate. Oh, mate. Oh, listen, I, the other day I was uh, I was on Ramsey Street. Of course oh, I was. No, I was mate. Ramsey Leave Street. For me, so, mate. And I said, you know, it's, where's, where's everyone gone? And, of course, I realised that Neighbours was finished and everyone's moved out of Ramsey Street. It felt like tremendous folly. I said the same thing to my mate, Daniel Jolly. Listen, mate. Mate. I was at, I was at Wolf Creek, mate. And let me tell you something, that wasn't very fun. No? It had the atmosphere of a crematorium, mate. No, really? Uh, and I said, oh, no, I should never have come to Wolf Creek, mate. I said that to my mate, Morbitorian, mate. Oh, I tell you what, mate. I was down. Uh, I was down at Byron Bay the other day, and uh, you know. I t- <laughs> oh yeah, was that it? Yeah, it was that was it? Yeah. <laughs> oh, <laughs> right, okay. I'm not going to do a name as actually. No. no, I was down at Byron Bay the other day. I, I, I couldn't believe it. I said, uh, I said, I reckon there are, I reckon there are sharks in that water, but I don't know for sure. I said that to my friend, uh, Uarama Fosua. Oh, no, mate. No, mate. Let me tell you something. Mate, I've just been on Wikipedia, and let me tell you right now, I was at Uluru. You were at Uluru? (laughs) I was at Uluru. Yeah, you were at Uluru. There we go. I was at Uluru, mate. And let me tell you something. I was, I was, I was really, I had a real good time there, yeah, mate. It's a great place, mate. I'm glad you had a good time. <laughs> oh, it's fantastic. You have to, if you took any snaps, I'd love to see them. Really, I'd love to see well, them, mate. Well, listen, oh, I had a problem with my camera. I kept, I, my cap was on. No, oh, no, not your lens oh, cap. Oh, no, mate. I didn't have any pictures of me being there with Ollie Johnson. Oh, no, oh, mate. mate. That's, that's awful. Can I'll you believe you it? Are you and Ollie Johnson, you really are a couple of silly men, you know? You really are a couple oh, of... Oh, you're oh, a couple yeah. of silly men. I said the same oh, thing yeah, down down at Lassiter's when I was sinking a pint with Catherine Milliken. <laughs> oh, no, going double neighbours, are we, mate? Yeah, going well. You know, you know, <laughs> do what you know, do what you know. Oh, I was at Summer Bay, mate. Oh, Summer and let me Bay. Tell you, yeah, yeah, things were going really well until Pippa, <laughs> right? Not Pippa. Pippa only went and tried to adopt me and Tom Campbell, mate. What? I tell you what. The other the other day, I was uh, I was no, mate. I was in Not Russell Crowe's house. Oh my! Oh, I tell you what. I tell you what, it's, oh, it's not mate. so much a it's not so much a house. It's more of a ranch, you know. He's got acres oh, and yeah. acres filled with cattle. You know, that's a that's a lot of cowland. I said the same oh. thing to Susan Gowland. You know. Oh, that's how it's done, mate. That's, that's how, how it's done. done. The other day, mate. I was watching cricket at the MGs, at the MCG, mate. Oh, the MCG, yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Let me tell you, mate. Our bowling looked a little bit off, and I said, I don't fancy our chances here. Let's go slake our thirst with a, a can of VB. I said, that's Sarah Minsloff. 
<laughs> I slightly lost sense of that, but I, <laughs> yeah, I go, sure, I, go, I get your meaning yeah, there. Oh, mate, you listen back to it. I think it yeah, just I'll, about I'll, holds up. I'll listen. Of course, I'll listen back. I'll listen back to all of these. That's how I, oh, that's how I meditate, mate. That's just my... <laughs> well, that's like they my, used to put neighbours on twice a day, I mate. Know, now what am I going to do? I've got to listen to this instead. Uh, uh, oh, I tell you what. I was... No uh, way, mate. I was uh, having a... Having a couple of espresso martinis with Baz Luhrmann. You're you know. only human, mate. Of course I am. I didn't feel human after the number of ma- martinis he can sink. That poor, that lad. I tell you what, I said <laughs> that I, poor lad, that poor lad, that poor lad. He was, uh, he was, can put him away. It's a real shame. Now listen, uh, I was saying, Baz, <laughs> it is I, a real shame. I've, I've loved your movie about. Uh, I've loved your movie about Elvis. I, lo- I loved your Moulin Rouge. I loved your, st- I loved your, your Strictly Ballroom. But have oh, you ever, he's an auteur. <laughs> have you ever thought about making a making a movie about that um that that Dan Aykroyd and Eddie Murphy? <laughs> oh yeah, mate. That Dan Aykroyd oh, yeah, and mate. Eddie Murphy movie. Yeah, uh, you know. I believe I've got it filed in my DVD collection as. Uh, Places, comma trading. Uh, I, I was, he said it's not a bad idea, and if I was going to, not a bad idea. If I was going to cast someone in the uh, Dan Aykroyd role, it'd have to be my old friend Ian Hayden. So uh, Traces, Traces, come on. Okay, anyway, listen. It's, you know, it's great. It was great, great taking a trip down uh, down under there with your with your brother. Oh, mate, listen. That concludes today's Patreon neighbourhood watch sure roll does. call, and it's probably for the best because my Australian accents just upset my neighbour's dog. Oh, no. Oh, God. You mean a dingo's going to take your baby. Watch out, mate. Yeah, mate. Oh, I know, mate. I know. Well, that concludes today's Patreon Neighbourhood Watch Roll Call, mate. Bye, everybody. Is that Clark, eh? I agree. A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com.